ever thought about what happens after we die? It's something we can find super confronting, and yet it's a topic we're all going to have to face eventually. Well, today we're looking into what happens physically and spiritually after the death of Jesus, as recorded in the Bible, and what it means for you and I. I'm Alison McCann, and this is Knowing Jesus. We're chatting today with Christian minister Matt Ham about what happened uh, right after Jesus died on a cross. Matt, how do you feel about death? Uh, bit of a love-hate relationship. <laughs> you know, the Apostle Paul, you could say, to, to live is Christ, to die is gain. There is gain in dying and going and being with the Lord. Uh, but on the other hand, yeah, there's uh, a lot of people that, uh, I know and I love and care about that I don't want to leave and that I would like to be encouraged and, uh, encouraging and spurring them on in their thinking when it comes to the relationship with God. Um, so I don't want to leave them. So um, good and bad. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. No, I don't like death. I don't like what it does to people. I don't, I don't like the way that it reduces people and shames them and um, dehumanises them in a way, yeah. In your ministry work, what's a typical reaction that you see people having when they're dealing with death, maybe even their own or a uh, loved ones? Yeah, the most common reaction that I've noticed is uh, numbness. They don't really know how to respond. There's generally kind of tears, but a lot of it is uh, not really knowing how what the proper response is. That there needs to be a response, but... Um, it's just so uncommon. Um, they don't know, you know, what is proper and and right, and so it often just ends in silence. Yeah. If it's so uncomfortable, why do you think we should spend time dwelling on it in our day to day lives? Does it really matter? Well, it's crucially important um, because we all know we're not going to live forever. One day we will die and have to give an account of the life that we've lived. And uh, the Bible's very clear that none of us have lived in a way that uh, warrants God's favour or acceptance, but the opposite. Uh, we all need to be saved. We all need his uh, judgment to be taken from us. Uh, and the only way to escape it is through Jesus and trusting in him and what he's done for us. And it still staggers me that uh, God the Son was prepared to take on flesh and be so degraded to die and to die on a cross and then to go into a grave and to start rotting. Uh, and he was prepared to take all that, um, all that degradation and, and what death can do to people and how humiliating and shameful and powerless it makes us. Um, and be beautifully subvert it and redeem it for our good. Let's hear a short section of one of your Bible talks, Matt, about how the people reacted at the time to Jesus' death, like right after it happened. Now, maybe not Joseph and Nicodemus, but certainly the other Jewish leaders thought Jesus was under a curse. Having committed the capital offence of blasphemy, of claiming to be God, and being exposed on a pole come cross, he's under God's curse. He's damned. 
And to leave him unburied would mean desecrating the promised land God gave them. It would mean damning themselves to lose what God's given them. The irony is that Jesus is the greatest gift God's given them, precisely as he suffers under God's curse. That's why he dies and decays. But it's not for any crime he committed. It's for the capital crime that we've all committed, that they all committed and we've all committed rejecting God in one way or another, as the Apostle Paul can write. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us, for it's written, cursed is everyone who's hung on a pole. The curse of the law is death and decay, and Christ suffers that in our place. He becomes a curse for us as he dies hung on a pole and buried to to decay the same day. It's that Jesus really died to really decay that means he really he is really damned in our place to really save us from eternal death and decay and damnation. As such, those of us who are believing in Jesus, we can approach our own death and decay, not with fear or disgust or horror, not with frantic efforts to distract ourselves, to avoid thinking about it, but with calm, knowing that death and decay don't have the final word, that our death and degrading decay is no longer punishment for our sin, that we're no longer damned. We don't die and decay because we're sinners. We die because we haven't yet received our promised inheritance of eternal life. And so we don't die so much as fall asleep. That's how the Bible talks about it. For those who are trusting in Jesus, our bodies may rot, as did Christ's, but we're not dead in the sense of bound to the realm of death, bound in a place where death will reign eternally. We're asleep in Christ, who as the Lamb of God and God himself suffered the damnation of death and decay for us so that we might live for Christ while alive and sleep in Christ when we're dead to one day wake in a new body that'll never suffer or die or decay for all eternity with our Lord and Saviour, Jesus. So what's one thing we can do to bring some of that eternal perspective into our lives and our problems today? I think one thing to do uh, would be just to remember, to call to mind that Christ not only lived... Uh, a fully human life, but he died a fully human death and decayed as a human, even within the hours after his death, uh, that he experienced all that we as humans will and have, uh, and he did that as God. Uh, He took on our humanity for us so that we might know Uh, eternal life. If you'd like to hear more on this topic, head to our YouTube channel where you'll find Matt's full talk. The link is in our show notes. You'll also find a link there to get in touch with us if you've got any questions or comments. Make sure you subscribe as well. Thanks for joining us. God bless. And we'll see you next time on Knowing Jesus. Bye for now.